Welcome to the Course in Miracles podcast. Before the ayahuasca, before the Lesson 167. There is one life, and that I share with God. I am recording Greg now. My friend Greg is Facebook texting me. He says, go record. I'm like, I am recording. I am recording, and good luck tomorrow. He's wishing me good luck tomorrow with my arm. And I would love for you to wish me, the listener, the other listeners, to wish me good luck with my arm. I go in tomorrow to get my cast off, and I will be getting x-rays. And hopefully, with a little bit of luck, I will be back in the water soon. Because I tell you what, um, going a little insane without being able to surf and do the things that I love and pacing around my apartment and just going to 12-step meetings, they're great. My apartment's great, but it's not the ocean. So I would appreciate your prayers and your blessings tomorrow or today, rather. (laughs) You get what I'm saying. Injuries are no bueno, but this one really, it was ultimately a very, very, very powerful blessing, and it got me to look at some things that I really needed to look at. So some t- just because God is watching out for you does not mean that God will not slap you upside the frickin' head if he wants you to learn something. So check... God, you win, I lose, you're right. I was being stupid, even though I thought I was being smart. I was being really stupid, and I will take this trip to the emergency room as a very powerful lesson or a very powerful and unexpected opportunity for growth. Enough about me. Thanks to each and every one of you. Appreciate So many of you, all of you who are still listening, the download numbers are going down. That's completely normal. It's completely normal to quit the course at Lesson 167 and pick it up in 2029. Completely normal. If that happens, that's okay. You know, if I did not have you to be accountable to, I would not be in the course. I would not be recording these things. As I mentioned before, it's what we refer to in coaching as a structure sufficient to resistance. Now, don't take that the wrong way because it is an inspiration for sure. I am inspired to do this, but we get results when we get inspired and then we get, the, we get into integrity. So when we, when we do what we say we're going to do. So inspiration plus integrity equals infinity. That's one of my catchphrases. So now, without further ado... There is one life, and that I share with God. There are not different kinds of life, for life is like the truth. It does not have degrees. It is the one condition in which all that God created share. Like all his thoughts, it has no opposite. There is no death because what God created shares his life. There is no death because an opposite to God does not exist. There is no death because the Father and the Son are one. In this world, there appears to be a state that is life's opposite. You call it death. Yet we have learned that the idea of death takes many forms. 
It is the one idea, <clears throat> excuse me, which underlines all feelings that are not supremely happy. It is the alarm to which you give response of any kind that is not perfect joy. All sorrow, loss, anxiety, anxiety and suffering and pain, even a little sigh of weariness, a slight discomfort of the merest frown, acknowledge death and thus deny you live. I was just talking with my friend Greg about some stuff that causes me a lot of sorrow and anxiety and that I believe is causing a lot of people in the world a lot of sorrow and anxiety. And it's really easy to get obsessed with the death there. You think that death is of the body, yet it is but an idea, irrelevant to what is seen as physical. A thought is in the mind. It can then be applied as mind directs it. But its origin is where it must be changed if change occurs. Ideas leave not their source. The emphasis this course has placed on that idea is due to its centrality in our attempts to change your mind about yourself. It is the reason you can heal. It is the cause of healing. It is why you cannot die. Its truth established you as one with God. Death is the thought that you are separate from your creator. It is the belief conditions change, emotions alternate because of causes you cannot control, you did not make, and you can never change. It is the fixed belief ideas can leave their source and take on qualities the source does not contain, becoming different from their own origin, apart from it in kind, as well as distance, time, and form. Death cannot come from life. Ideas remain united to their source. They can extend all that their source contains. In that, they can go far beyond themselves, but they cannot give birth to what was never given them. As they are made, so will their making be. As they were born, so will they then give birth. And where they come from, there they will return. Mm, this is some powerful stuff. Please do yourself a favor and read this on your own. As you know, I include a link to the lesson of the day with each release. The mind can think it sleeps, but that is all. It cannot change what is in what is its waking state. It cannot make a body nor abide within a body. What is alien to the mind does not exist because it has no source. For mind creates all things that are and cannot give them attributes it lacks, nor change its own eternal mindful state. It cannot make the physical. What seems to die is but the sign of mind asleep. The opposite of life can only be another form of life. As such, it can be reconciled with what created it because, is, because it is not opposite in truth. Its form may change. It may appear to be what it is not. Yet mind is mind, awake or sleeping. It is not its opposite in anything created, nor in what it seems to make when it believes it sleeps. So I can't remember what lesson. There's a, there's a lesson very much at the beginning of the course that says, uh, God did not create the war, and so it is not real. God did not create the earthquake, and so it is not real. God did not create the suffering and sickness and death, and so it is not real. And so we're sort of building on that concept. 
much like in a sort of a deeper and denser way, but the, it's like there's, there's the real world, there's the real self, there is that which is your true self, which exists completely independently of this crazy shit your ego makes up. God creates only mind awake. He does not sleep, and his creations cannot share what he gives not, nor make conditions which he does not share with them. The thought of death is not the opposite to thoughts of life. Forever unopposed by opposites of any kind, the thought of God remain forever chainless. The thoughts of God remain forever changeless, with the power to extend forever changelessly, but yet within themselves, for they are everywhere. What seems to be the opposite of life is merely sleeping. So that horrible thing that you see happening in the world that that occurs to be the opposite of life. There are some conservatives currently raging against something that's happening in the world, and I'm inclined to at least agree with them in part. But what seems to be the opposite of life or the, the, the evil, right, what, what some of the conservatives would, would call evil is actually, through A Course of Miracles uh, perspective, just the result of people being asleep, When the mind elects to be what it is not and to assume an alien power which it does not have, a foreign state it cannot enter, or a false condition not within its source, it merely seems to go asleep a while, to sleep a while. It dreams of time, an interval in which what seems to happen never has occurred, the changes wrought are substanceless, and all events are nowhere. When the mind awakes, it but continues as it always was. So this is like you know, we go down rabbit holes in our mind, and those rabbit holes are not real because they are disconnected from source. I believe that's what that's saying. Let us today be children of the truth and not deny our holy heritage. Our life is not as we imagine it. Who changes life because he shuts his eyes or makes himself what he is not because he sleeps and sees in dreams an opposite to what he is? We will not ask for death in any form today. Nor will we let imagined opposites to life abide even an instant where the thought of life eternal has been set by God himself. His holy home we strive to keep today as he established it and wills it be forever and forever. He is Lord of what we think today. And in his thoughts, which have no opposite, we understand there is one life and that we share with him, with all creation, with their thoughts as well, whom he created in a unity of life that cannot separate in death and leave the source of life from where it came. Let's read that one over. We share one life because we have one source, a source from which perfection comes to us, remaining always in the holy minds which he created perfect. As we were, so are we now and will forever be. A sleeping mind must waken as it sees its own perfection mirroring the Lord of life so perfectly it fades into what is reflected there. And now it is no more a mere reflection. It becomes the thing reflected and the light which makes reflection possible. No vision now is needed for the wakened mind is one that knows its source, itself, its holiness. So to reiterate, lesson 167, there is one life and that I share with God. So there's one life, there's one God, there's one self, there's one real you. And then there's all this cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, rabbit hole, ego, 
self with a small s um, craziness that if you pay any attention to the world right now is definitely getting crazier and crazier and crazier by the minute. The world, capital or the world, small w, the small world, the small world, uh, the world, (laughs) the small world of small selves, small w, small s, the world of small selves is getting nuttier and nuttier and nuttier. It just is. Look at what's happening in the world with some of these so-called leaders. They are so deep down the rabbit holes on all sides. It's very easy to get sucked in. Sometimes we do have to take a stand. I will say that. So we don't excuse or condone these acts of supposed evil, but at the same time, we come back to uh, we come back to source, we come back to the truth, we come back to our recovery meetings, we come back to the Course in Miracles, we come back to the work of Dr. David Hawkins. We forgive and we forgive and we forgive, even when the things that we see around us occur as totally repulsive, ultimately we forgive. Forgive them, Father, they know not what they do. They are caught up inside these ego worlds. And by forgiving them, again, we are forgiving our subconscious parts that have yet to heal and taking our place in the atonement, which is the interlocking chain of forgiveness that will return us all to God. Thank you. I love you. Bye-bye.